The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. On the first day of the week, Mary of Magdala came to the tomb early in the morning while it was still dark and saw the stone removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved and told them, they have taken the Lord from the tomb and we don't know where they put him. So Peter and the other disciple went out and came to the tomb. They both ran, but the other disciple ran faster than Peter and arrived at the tomb first. He bent down and saw the burial cloths there, but did not go in. When Simon Peter arrived after him, he went into the tomb and saw the burial cloths there and the cloth that had covered his head, not with the burial cloths, but rolled up in a separate place. Then the other disciple also went in, the one who had arrived at the tomb first, and he saw and believed. For they did not yet understand the scripture that he had to rise from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Today we're celebrating our great feast as Christians were surrounded coming to the altar and were looking at that cross of Jesus, which was such a tragedy probably the, the greatest tragedy in world history, Jesus Christ, who did not deserve to die. Any one of us, any human being of all time would have rather deserved what he received. And yet the tragedy ends in triumph, in glory. And so for us, the cross is not a shame. It's not a, it's not a tragedy. It's, it's what makes us Christians. Most of us here, I'm guessing at some place in your home you have a cross or a crucifix a lot of us here have a crucifix or a cross around our neck and I'm guessing more than one of you has a tattoo of a cross you don't have to raise your hand if you do but you know who you are the cross means a lot to us Christians yet the problem or the difficulty that we all have is that the cross not be something decorative in our life but be something transformative that it means something. We often are like these apostles, Peter, who when Jesus received his cross, Peter ran the other way. He did, wanted nothing to do with a cross in his life. And so out of fear, he ran. That's probably all of us at some point in our life. I want to talk about the cross today and why Good Friday is so important for us Christians. To understand the cross, we can perhaps go to the Old Testament for a moment. There's a, a period of time when the chosen people are in the desert, and they just escaped from Egypt, and they thought things were going to go great, but they're in the desert, and it's not going so well. They're hungry, and they're thirsty, and they're tired, and they're complaining to Moses. And then all of a sudden around them, all of these serpents these snakes come into their camp and the snakes are biting people and people are dying and it, it just seems like it can't get any worse. And so they complain to Moses and they ask Moses to ask God for a solution to get rid of the snakes. And so Moses goes to God and God tells him, 
to make a serpent out of bronze, exact replica of those snakes that were all through the camp, make a serpent out of bronze and put it up on a pole and raise it high, and anyone who looks at that serpent will be healed. And right away, we know what that sounds like, right? It sounds like Jesus being raised on the cross, and by looking at the cross, we're healed. And we could definitely see that symbolism, but did you notice perhaps something else in that story? Something that tells us deeply what it means to be human. You see, the the Israelites wanted God to get rid of the snakes, and that's not what he does at all. The snakes were there, They kept being there. They kept being bit. But now they had a solution. Now they had healing because of the bronze serpent. And so a little story for us today is to recognize that in our lives there are going to be serpents and snakes and problems. Jesus' coming wasn't to promise us a happy little life here on earth without problems if we just believed in him. The message of Jesus is, yes, the world is full of serpents, but now by his cross, there's a remedy, a solution. There's hope and there's salvation when we look upon his cross out of faith. There's something else in that story. So God doesn't take the problems from our lives. He helps us to get through them. But God could have used any symbol on that pole to heal the Israelites. He chose the snake as the symbol of healing. Symbolically, they're having to go and face that which is the problem. They're facing their fears. God brought them to where they didn't want to go, and that's where they received salvation. When we read the scriptures, we can pull out lots of theology and philosophy. We can pull out history. We can also read them and know what it means to be human. You can say you can read it through a psychological lens. What does it tell us about our human life? Well, we know today through science and psychology that if you have a problem or you have a fear, something in your life that's holding you back, the best way to overcome it is to face that fear. If one of us has any fear, I think most of us in some way are afraid of snakes. It's kind of part of being human. But let's talk about maybe another fear that's a little more benign, something more simple. Perhaps being afraid of riding an elevator. That's a real phobia that some have. And if they were to overcome that, a good therapist would know what to do. They would have them take the idea or riding in an elevator and they would break it up into a million small little pieces and then they would face each little piece one by one. And you might start by just thinking about riding an elevator. And anyone who has a real phobia, that's going to be really anxious in just thinking about it. But after a while thinking about it, it's no longer a problem. Then the next step might be to go and look at an elevator. The next step might be to push the button on the elevator. Then finally, maybe to actually get on the elevator. And at a certain point, the, the fear is gone. But what actually happens in that process isn't that they're no longer afraid of the elevator. It's that they realize they're stronger than that fear of an elevator. They're more brave, yes, but it's because they know that they can overcome that fear. And so for God to tell the Israelites, come to the bronze serpent to face your fear, he's inviting us 
like he invited us in the New Testament. Jesus said, if you want to be a Christian, take up your cross and follow me. One of the greatest things we can do in our lives is to take the cross that we have and carry it and not run from it. To run from a cross is only going to make it worse. A recipe for a life of bitterness and resentfulness is to never carry your cross or to just complain to God because there's snakes in your life. A recipe for a deeply beautiful, meaningful life is to carry that cross. Every parent here knows that. It's not easy to raise a child. There's so much sacrifice involved, but you know your life is blessed because of your children. You wouldn't want it any other way. Crosses in our life as a Christian can be a gift. And so today my invitation for all of us in speaking first to myself The next time a cross comes your way, whether it's a health problem, a relationship problem, a financial problem, or for the young people here where it's just to take on as much responsibility you can for your life and stop being always the victim of everyone else. When that comes, choose the cross. We need Good Friday. A Christianity without the cross is fake it's not worth believing in, and it's unfortunately a lot of people have only experienced that type of Christianity, and they've done probably the most logical thing, which is to reject it, because it's not true. So today, as we uh, celebrate the resurrection, one final little invitation. This might, some of you might not like to hear this, right? But I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out on a limb here. Kind of going back to our homes, If your home right now is full of Easter egg decorations and Easter bunny decorations, but you don't have a cross or a crucifix, you might be missing out on the most beautiful part of Christianity. If you've been saying Happy Easter since Ash Wednesday and haven't ever once really thought of Good Friday, you might be missing out on the most beautiful part of our faith. The cross is a gift. It comes from our Lord. With him carrying your cross, you will receive life to the full. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen.